0: Discussion keeps the world turning.
1: This is Roundtable.
0: Hello, everybody. Bundle up. As we're braving the first cold wave of the year in China, welcome to Roundtable. Coming to you live from Beijing, I'm He Young. On today's show, we invite you to come aboard the roller coaster ride of cryptocurrencies. The American regulators just gave the green light to Bitcoin ETFs. With big waves come big risks. Are investors ready to ride this wave or bracing for a wipeout? Let's make a splash with this. A conversation. How to navigate the tides of market volatility? What do crypto ETFs mean for the future of crypto? And with the country in the grip of a major cold snap, we're diving into a hot topic today. The ethics of ordering food delivery during extreme weather. Is it fair? To the delivery heroes battling the cold or just part of the winter hustle. For today's program, I'm joined by Neil Holland and Brandon Yates in the studio, first on today's show. Crypto evangelists rejoice. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC, finally gave its nod to a financial product that's been 10 years in the making. Spot Bitcoin ETFs on January the 10th. If you're not up on your financial acronyms, ETF stands for Exchange Traded Fund. After much ado, including the hacking of the uh, SEC's social media, Media account, trading of the new asset has finally commenced, effectively bridging the worlds of cryptocurrency and traditional finance. To be clear, cryptocurrency trading is largely banned in China, and the government has taken a very strict stance against cryptocurrencies. So, New Holman, let's go to you first. A brief a recap on what's happened in the last couple of weeks and what is a spot Bitcoin ETF. Mm, so to answer that
2: question, let's start with ETF. ETF is an exchange-traded fund, like Kian has just said, and these ETFs basically track the price of other things. Uh, could be one thing, could be a basket of things, could be things like commodities, currencies, and other stocks. And here, what we're talking about is the kind of ETF that tracks the price of Bitcoins, of cryptocurrencies, different types, uh, to be more precise, 11 types of different kind of bit, uh, cryptocurrencies here and ETFs are traded on the stock market and they can be traded in other platforms as well and the price of the ETF unlike stocks if you trade stocks if a lot of people want to buy this specific kind of stocks the price of one share of the stocks would rise right. however when it comes to ETFs the trade uh, the Price of ETFs is much more closely linked to the things that it tracks or it represents. So, in this case, basically, this spot ETF of Bitcoins offering is basically offering an alternative to invest in digital currency without setting up your own cryptocurrency wallet. Because in order for you to buy a cryptocurrency or to buy a Bitcoin, you need to have this account, you need to have be into this decentralized market, something like that. But with this new thing, with this spot Bitcoin ETF, it basically makes a very easy way for Americans to invest in Bitcoin from a brokerage uh, account, no Bitcoin blockchain required. Mm-hmm. And a spot fund invests in the asset directly, as opposed to making bets on futures contracts, because we do have certain kind of future contracts kind of ETF related to Bitcoin already. But so this is, one is much more direct and
1: much more influential. Is the idea that Bitcoin is more regulated now? Is that is that what the, the concept is? It seems to be like the SEC is getting involved and previously wasn't involved in Mm -hmm. this process?
0: This is a huge moment for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency because it is kind of the government, well, the US regulators giving the nod. Because now this is the first time that it's appearing on the stock exchange in this ETF format. But also... So
1: previously, Bitcoin was not on the -uh. stock exchange. Okay, so -uh. that's probably the biggest thing is that now it's being recognized on the the stock exchange in the United States. I guess that is quite and a big And it's
0: only 11 Bitcoin ETFs okay, there mm, that, are that have been approved of
1: others, right? Yeah, and yeah. also
0: with cryptocurrency, there are many different types of cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin Mm. is the most uh, famous one, and there are others. But also, what's really fascinating here is that the head of the uh, uh, American SEC came out and saying, yes, we're giving the official approval, but also we're not endorsing (laughs) this mm. uh, cryptocurrency right. in general. Yeah. N- in no shape or form are we endorsing it. So isn't that a little bit of uh
1: Sitting on the fence.
0: Or or self-contradictory in a way.
1: I think it's it's a strange position for them to take because, like you said, they've, it's been given the stamp of approval, although we're not endorsing it. I guess, like... It's kind of similar to like how global government governments see alcohol. You know, they you give give it the seal of approval, and you can sell it, and you know, it's 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 legal and everything. But you know, you won't ever see the government endorsing. the the consumption and usage of alcohol, maybe? Mm.
2: The reason they're not endorsing it has something to do with the fact that uh, the market of cryptocurrency can be largely maybe manipulated Mm. and maybe affected too largely. And Mm. in order for people to, let's say, invest in this ETF, we get to see that actually um, there are are availability to be, um, for this um, Bitcoin ETFs to be bought and sold through online brokers Traditional brokers, so and it's you can usually not, purchase. Like. No, no, you can purchase this of all sorts and kinds through even retirement account providers and investment apps like Robinhood. So you are investing in it more directly uh, with this new, let's <sighs> say, um, new ETFs,
0: which means actually this is being. Um, open to more people, more more investors. It Definitely, it is more open to more investors because now you don't even need to set up your own crypto wallet, which Mm. is... Also, by the way, if you lose your key to your wallet, it's forever (laughs) gone. There's no way to retrieve it, you know? It's very risky. And also, just to come clean, I suppose, I'm a Bitcoin skeptic. And Bitcoin is not real money, and it won't be in a long time. And it's a deeply, deeply speculative instrument. Be careful. Uh, caveat tour, You know, staff to say this upfront. And also, we will get into the de- uh, the details of how speculative this thing is. But with the ETFs or these uh, exchanged. Uh, it, these exchange traded funds. Actually, I mean, how do you define directly? I don't even see this as okay. If you say investing directly, then it should be going to you know, bitcoins itself, itself, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother process. But now this is more like anybody could get in this, and you don't, yeah. and you don't have to even because bitcoins are hugely expensive right now. We're talking about like forty, more than forty thousand U.S. dollars per bitcoin, and therefore you could just own like one. of a bitcoin and that's how easy it is to get in get onto the uh because
1: of this change now yes okay so previously people could only own an entire bitcoin
0: well, that yeah. maybe you can crowd fund and stuff, but it's but it used to be that you have to go to the separate, uh, ex- the separate realm of only trading bitcoins and buying and trading bitcoins. But now this is moving towards traditional finance. That on the stock market exchange you can invest in Bitcoin ETF. And this is also very interesting in the sense that for cryptocurrency um, enthusiasts, initially what got them on board was this was a hugely democratizing uh, investment choice. It's like. Let's move away from traditional banks and those financial houses and those Wall Street guys dressed up in neat suits. We don't need them. We <laughs> can just do this on our own from my shabby sofa in my own room by getting onto the Internet. And you could get into this kind of financial activity. And there's, you know, with blockchain, with this kind of uh, private way of doing stuff, then it is a brand new world, as was. seen and a new way to accumulate wealth but also it's very speculative and we've seen the prices go up and down truly in roller coaster manner and I want to go to you guys for you know Update everybody with what happened with the last couple of weeks, right? Ever since the Bitcoin ETF has gone to the market, how is it received? There was so much hype that this big move is happening in the U.S. Yes, actually, according to uh, CoinJetco,
2: over the first week, Bitcoin has shed more than ten percent of its value. Already, excuse me. <laughs> yes, it's the biggest digital coin by market cap. Is now priced at forty-one thousand and two U.S. dollars, and the long-awaited Bitcoin ETFs have a roaring success. With BlackRock's iShares ETF collecting over one billion in assets under management, so the dip in price. Well, it probably has something to do with investors cashing out their gains from the initial ETF hype. And the rest of the crypto market has been hit hard over the past week, too. Um, And the entire crypto market now stands at 1.68 trillion U.S. dollars. So it's like a 2.16%
0: decrease change in the last 24 hours. And also, the crypto market hit an all-time high on November the 10th, 2021, at $3 trillion U.S. dollars. It's really interesting. Yeah, and so much money, like $1.4 U.S. dollars, close to that amount, just went haywire, or I mean nowhere. It's <laughs> gone. So this is a fascinating topic and a very relevant financial and tech topic to discuss in today's world. And um, Brandon, why do you think... We should care about this.
1: I mean, I'm just trying to keep up. I don't understand any of this. My knowledge of Bitcoin and the stock exchange and everything is very, very limited. But it is something that financial experts and people that are invested in this industry seem to have been talking about for the last decade. And it seems to always kind of be on the radar. I still don't really understand how it works, investing in Bitcoin, why the prices go up and down. I don't see how it's different from regular stocks because, I mean, the value of you know anything that you purchase on the stock exchange also goes up and down and you're not really sure why. I guess it's linked to demand and supply and that kind of thing. So I don't see why Bitcoin has always been so different or unique compared to uh, traditional stock exchange work I, I don't I don't understand this well stuff. my
2: feeling is that on paper at least the stock prices has something to do with the thing that it represents for example if you were talking about a agricultural market about buying corns then the uh, yeah it's just I'm using corns <laughs> okay. and so the, the amount of Brain. corns yeah. that you harvest that year the price <laughs> of the corn would affect at least to the I don't know ETF representing corn but for Bitcoin the thing is like we've already mentioned a little bit bitcoin itself is a cryptocurrency itself is a purely man created kind of concept yes we're saying that there are limited amount of bitcoins in the market and uh, you will never create more of those so there's the scarcity and uh, yes because of the decentralized way of counting it's not Technically speaking, affected by any government or any central bank, all these characters being aside, still the price of a Bitcoin is affected and highly affected by people's trust in this new. Mm currency or this new way of uh, transaction. And it is something that a lot of people would have doubt about. And this approve of the Bitcoin ETF, some people believe it implies that Bitcoin's official recognition in the United States is only a matter of time. Some people say, ah, it's already there in Canada, in Brazil, in somewhere like that. And if Americans are approving it, maybe in the future we can see more approvals from other countries. And I am very happy to say that China's stance on Bitcoin is still that it is illegal. It's not mm. a currency. Which If, it, if it's not approved, how a...
1: can people still invest in it and trade it? And I don't understand that. So in America, it's it's not recognized or it's as not approved. A,
2: as a currency, but you can still regard it as a kind of good. So people a invest good in that it that and you can then invest.
1: the, the prices go up and down, but they don't have access to that money. How does, I don't understand how that works.
2: Well, Bitcoin can be uh, transact and can be used in trading in trading actions in other in other platforms. For example, if you recognize Bitcoin and I do so, and when we're trading, we can use it as long as you and me we accept it. You can kind of understand it
0: as trading goods by goods, and now it's trading it by funds. Yes. Yeah. So, um, actually, this concept is not new. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we've seen in the past when new, uh, I don't know if product is the right word here, mm. but being affiliated or entered the ETF space. And uh, I can give you the example of gold ETFs because, well, you know, Chinese and Indian investors hold up half of the sky <laughs> when it comes to uh, the transaction of gold. And uh, so, yeah, in so our... So it's like an asset, Yes, but listen listen yep. up, you know, there's part part 2 to this to answer your <laughs> question. So so yes, um yes, Uh, It was around 2013, I believe, when gold ETFs hit the market and it was met with suspicion. And of course, investors were like, uh, also including uh, institutional and professional investors going like, huh, we're not so sure about this. We're not really now talking about the gold asset, but now it's a exchange traded fund. But look at where we are now 10 years later. And this is been something uh, included in many people's portfolio. And I wonder if, you know, in 10 years time or maybe in less time than that, uh, maybe the same might happen for the uh, cryptocurrency ETFs. And it's just very speculative. And uh, there are lots of things that people feel comfortable in investing. And I was actually quite stunned when looking at the research of gold prices that going back millennia, and it doesn't apparently do better than other investments, including the U.S. Stock Exchange. And this is according to an American research paper. And these narratives that we have on what is safe and what's not uh, investment-wise are not necessarily the most accurate narratives to begin with. So, I mean, if you're a regular person and looking at the price of Bitcoin or other currency, uh, cryptocurrencies, and looking at the volatility, I mean, they're of in the stock market might not look all that different. But in theory, stocks are backed by companies and businesses, Brandon, mm-hmm. as opposed to ideas. And this is the part yeah. that hit me hard when we're looking at the research into this topic. And also maybe that explains why it is so hugely volatile uh, a a market that we're looking at the price of cryptocurrency. And it's been a hell of a ride for global crypto investors in 2023. Prices plummeted in a global cryptocurrency crash last year. That has vaporized over 1 trillion US dollars in on paper wealth. So, Tell us a bit more about the crypto price fluctuations. And also, side note, be ready what you're getting yourself into. (laughs) Even if it's uh, ETFs, then the volatility of the market still affects you greatly. So yeah, you'll hold in and take it away. Of course. So the two leading cryptocurrencies experienced a significant
2: fatality, like He Yang has just said. After the highs of late 2021, both cryptocurrencies faced a downward trend in 2022, which continued into 2023. This was partly due to global economic uncertainties, including inflation fears and interest rate hikes by central banks. And we're going to see that in uh, for global economic factors like inflation rates and monetary policies of central banks continue to influence the crypto market. And cryptocurrencies traditionally seen as a hedge against inflation were affected by these broader economic trends quite so much and despite huge losses it also saw some technological and market developments and uh, all these shows us that for a kind of cryptocurrency a kind of like Koyang said new concept it emerged with the confidence that we do not we are not going to be affected by the whole global economic situation Mm -hmm. or trend and we can create our own very little economic environment apparently that's not happening and if you are actually using it to to back your
0: transaction with others, definitely it is being affected. Mm. And also, I'm just surprised that still so many people seem to hold faith in cryptocurrency uh, or c- cryptocurrencies, considering the major scandals that came out, uh, one, at the end of 2022 but Mm -hmm. saw its effect go on linger on into 2023 and that's the uh collapse of uh the one of the then leading cryptocurrency trading platforms ftx with its poster boy uh sam bankman fred well that guy is now behind bars as well as binance and its founder Zhao Changpeng, which also, I mean, that case did um, see some criminal probes and like with these high profile scandals surfacing and it seems like, you know, it's not dampened the... Okay, it has scared off some investors, but also still there are some hardcore um, investors or loyalists that are sticking with cryptocurrency, which is, well, a relatively new asset, speaking, but um, it doesn't seem to be going it, anywhere. It's going to be with us for some time.
1: It might not seem that strange that people still maintain their faith in cryptocurrency when you think of all of the... Countless scandals that have also plagued traditional banking and traditional stock exchange uh, trading. So I mean, is it really that different from what we've seen? You know, in more traditional ways of uh, trading.
0: Well, I think it is different because <clears throat> rarely do people know anything about it.
1: <laughs> I mean, like in terms—no, but I mean in terms of the scandals. I mean, like yeah. banking. I mean, banking caused the whole world to collapse in 2008. Mm. So, you know, I mean, traditional forms of finance have also been plagued by... by scandals over the years?
2: Yeah, I get what you're saying here, but I guess there are different types of investors. Some investors are very confident. They think they know the industry. They think they know the company. They think even though there are scandals, I have a basic faith and I have a understanding of this specific industry that I will invest in. But when it comes to cryptocurrency, since there is no um, real, let's say, industry or a real product to be being made by it 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 really is just a financial concept and yes it is in transaction and there is this huge market and i i think i am being a little bit skeptical myself as
0: well yeah Personally okay. speaking, I would not go to the United States and, I don't know, try to invest in it. Oh, you don't need to go there to invest, you know. But certainly, I <laughs> yes. mean, for international investors, they've found ways. And certainly about 19.6 million Bitcoins exist out of the 21 million issued in t- 2009. Mm. So there is a finite number of bitcoins to be mined, and therefore, this is also one of the um, sticking points that the loyalists are sort of uh, highlighting right now. And they see that there most possibly will be an a improvement in pricing this year, but we need to put things into perspective. That is, what are the professional financial advisors saying about this? And also, I just really want to get people uh, heads up Um, you know, how serious this matter might be of losing money. Mm, Financial advisors are
2: cautiously approaching the new Bitcoin ETFs. They recognize the growing interest in cryptocurrencies, but remain wary of their inherent vitality and also regulatory uncertainties. And we have advisors like Paul Braham from Wealth Enhancement Group suggest treating Bitcoin investments as high-risk capital. A keen to gambling and rather than core portfolio assets. And he is saying if you want some Bitcoin in your portfolio, that's fine. Just just. Let's just make sure that its amount of money more appropriate for roulette than retirement. So yes,
0: really highly risky. Yeah, um, like playing the French roulette, and you could lose everything. And I mean, <laughs> I, I apologize for sounding cheerful. It's meant to be um, sarcastic, <laughs> but yeah, this is just a crazy, crazy world of uh, betting, of speculative invest, uh, speculative instrument, and also just a interesting time be
1: in this world right I mean, now we've seen similar you know more traditional forms of investment into solid assets that also proved to not be as stable as you know uh, financial experts expected i mean when sorry looking back to 2008 with the housing collapse in the united states i mean who could have ever imagined that the value of homes would, you know, crash by like 400, 500 mm-hmm. percent and people's, you know, rent would go up ridiculous amounts. So it is a gamble. But I mean, I guess at the end of the day, all investments, whether it be in something as solid as housing or as, you know, seemingly not real as crypto, is a gamble in a, in a sense. You just don't know what's going to happen.
0: Uh, it's... That to a certain extent. But if you're looking at a healthy or supposedly what the financial markets is supposed to be, yes, there is definitely the wild side, but also there's supposed to be some safe safe guardrails there. And the problem with the 2008 financial housing crisis was that all these financial derivatives were uh, churned out and they were not uh, created in a manner with a good look at it.